Hello, everyone, and welcome to a chewy, chocolatey episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So, like I said, we have a chewy, chocolatey episode ahead of us. Lena, do you want to tell us a little bit more about this at all or anything that's going on today? Yeah, well, they're not all chewy, but we do have, we'll get into it, the differences and nougats and, but we're going to start with a classic, which I don't think I've ever had. I don't think I've ever had one either. So an almond joy. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had a mound? I think I've had a mound. Um, That's a coconut one, right? Yep. And this is just a, mounds were introduced in 1920, and then they changed to milk chocolate instead of dark chocolate and added almonds, and you get Almond Joy. Okay, nice. So you might know the tagline from the 70s. I didn't know all of it. I knew the first two lines. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Yes. That's Almond, well, Almond Joy's got nuts, mounds don't. Oh. And that's the whole slogan. Yeah. I didn't know what that came from. That sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah, I, I didn't know what that was either. I've always heard it, though. Yeah, yeah. So we have just the plain. You can get different kinds, of course, which piqued my interest, including key lime and pina colada. Also, kind of off topic, the Almond Brothers once went by the name by of the Almond Joys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it's worth naming your band after. Let's give it a go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's in two pieces. Or we broke it. (laughs) No, no, it's two pieces, and each piece (laughs) has two big almonds on top. Kind of looks like boobs. (laughs) I was expecting Avery to say something, but like, kind of looks like, yeah, maybe that's just me. It was perky. Although it was one big almond, I felt the almond got lost. Yeah, so did I. I feel I might have had a Mounds or something like it, and I liked it better, maybe the dark chocolate, but I really didn't think that whole almond would be lost. It felt like it should have been more toasted or something. I mean, yeah. it wasn't bad. It did have that crunch, which was really satisfying. Yeah. But but yeah, the chocolate and the coconut definitely overpowered the flavor of the almond. Yeah. But it was still good. I like coconut and I like chocolate, but I think I like... Uh, a mounds bar better than the almond joy. I feel like I should have eaten it and savored the like put put the piece in my mouth, but savored the nut and ate that last. Yeah, it's a little treat at the end, but I bit right into it, and I oh, feel so like did I. I just ate I, it like a monster. Yeah, I feel like I would change my strategy to make that nut more satisfying. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think our sponsors would say about it? <laughs> well, let me tell you, this the. Uh, the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to repodcasting. Join hosts Janet and Lucia as they recast your favorites and not-so-favorite movies. I'm not going to explain too, too much, even though I do like it. I haven't listened to this month's podcast yet, but I am looking forward to it. Jerry Maguire, um, <laughs> they're repodcasting that. So I'm, I'm excited to see who they recast as Jerry Maguire instead of Tom Cruise. So I'm looking forward to that, but... The Bounty Hunter was good, and James Bond was really good. I enjoyed that one, just because I'm a big James Bond fan. So that's just to name a couple of movies that they've done recently, and they've had a whole bunch of extra or really good ones over the last couple of years. So make sure you give that a 
listen. And I'm going to play a little clip from Dan and Lucia as well, so they can tell you a little bit more about how awesome their podcast is. (laughs) The show you're listening to is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Another show from the network that you should check out is Repodcasting. Have you ever watched a movie and there was an actor in it that was all wrong for the part they were playing? Have you ever wanted to imagine someone else in the role? Never fear. That's precisely why Repodcasting exists. Listen as co-hosts and cousins, Janet and Lucia, recast their favorite and not-so-favorite movies with their dream cast. They also take a moment each episode to imagine which role in the film should have been given to Tony Danza, because let's face it, Tony Danza would make every movie better. You can find Repodcasting wherever you listen to podcasts or at albertapodcastnetwork.com. Happy listening! So I hope you enjoyed that little ad from Repodcasting, and make sure you go back and check out the movie episode where Lucia was on our podcast. I think it was episode yeah. 99 or 98, so... Yeah. And we'll talk about that coming coming up. <laughs> oh, so there's a tie-in. There is. But actually, when you said Bounty Hunter... I think there's a bounty bar that's coconut, and that's what I've had. Oh, maybe. I think. Yeah. But that just rang a bell, but yeah. Yeah. The next thing I've, I might have had when I was a child, maybe never, is a big Turk. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had one either. So, the, it's a, it's just a chocolate-covered Turkish delight. I don't know if, I think I've had Turkish delight, just like, which is, just a starchy, gel, sugary confection. But this bar has been around since 1974, and it's made by Nestle Canada. It's Canadian. I didn't oh. know there was just a Nestle Canada. You can't, I think you can only get it in Canada. That's exciting. And there used to be a ginger one. Ooh, that would be really yeah, good. Yeah, but that's not around anymore. So. Well, it looks kind of cool. Like the amber inside, you can, it's almost like. Dark magenta is how I've heard it described. <laughs> I was going to say like red or not quite amber, but it has that look to it. Yeah. It's a lot chewier than what I thought it was going to be. I feel I had that as a kid and didn't like it, but man, that is good now. I feel like it wouldn't be, would be something I wouldn't like as a child. Maybe I didn't. That's why I didn't remember it, but it's really good. It's really almost reminds me of Swedish berry. Yes. That's what I was thinking too. Like a chocolate covered Swedish berry, but it was so good. The more you, for me, the more I chewed it, the more that flavor came through. And the chocolate wasn't so overpowering, but they mixed well together. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, me too. I might have a new, I just have a new bar to put in my (laughs) repertoire. (laughs) (laughs) That was surprisingly really good for something that I've always seen, always been around. Don't even know if I've tried. Yeah. I've been missing out. I enjoyed it. It was good. It was fun. It was really chewy. And like I said, the chocolate and the Swedish berry flavor inside really went well together. And it wasn't, neither of them overpowered each other and they blended really nice. So, yeah. And unexpected. You wouldn't necessarily think to put those together. Yeah. So, it makes me, next time we have a chocolate fondue, want to have Swedish berries, which are <laughs> one of my favorite candy anyway. So, so that, big shout out to Big Turk. Awesome. Yeah. To Nestle Canada because they need more shout out. <laughs> Um, Finally, their stock is going to improve and they'll be able to <laughs> afford to buy out a six or seven more candy companies by the end of the year. So that was our Turkish delight. Now we're going on to caramel candy. So we have a slow poke, which is a chewy caramel candy made since 1926. Its first form was a sucker, similar to the sugar daddy, which was introduced the year before. Now, have you ever heard of a sugar daddy? I don't think. Because if you look at it... Well, I've heard of sugar daddies. Yeah. If you look at it, that lollipop, it's about this big, like a 
three inches. It looked really familiar, that packaging. I don't know if I ever had one, but I feel I did. And I feel like with Halloween candy, I got it. Anyway, <laughs> it was first made by that. Uh, Slowpokes were first made by the Halloway Company, which also made Milk Dud. Some people say Slowpokes taste like the inside of a Milk Dud. It's been years since I had a Milk Dud, but... Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's see if it tastes like a milk dud. That was disappointing. It reminded me of a low, a bad quality Macintosh toffee bar. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. It just was it was all right, but it wasn't like, wow, that was really good, but I wanted it to be more buttery. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Almost like butterscotch. But yeah, slow poke really got it down because it took a long time to chew. Maybe that's what they're going for. And that's what the name refers to. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Now, they also in the 20s, they made a black cow, which is just a chocolate, which used to be a chocolate covered slow poke. Okay. Um, And we have a black cow bar. But also kind of taken from the sugar daddy lollipop because they had a chocolate covered one called a sugar mama. So, but then the company got sold. Eventually, it went through a couple of hands, and they didn't. They stopped making black black cows because they didn't have the right machinery to be able to dip it. Okay. So now it's a new version, and it's a chocolate infused caramel. Yeah, that's what it so looks like. I'm thinking it's going to be an improvement on the slope. Yeah. Well, since we gave Nestle a big shout out earlier, they'll probably just buy this company in the next couple months. So. <laughs> So I do edit out some of the chewing on this podcast, and I think we're just about to edit about five minutes of chewing <laughs> out of this podcast with the last two items. What do you think? It reminded me of like a low bad rent. quality top um, tootsie, tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say low rent tootsie roll, but <laughs> I was going to say the same. But yeah, just. Not in a fun circ or um, tubular form. Yeah. <laughs> Tubular is not the word. I was thinking of the tootsie pop. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer. But yeah, same thing, but. Better than the slow poke. I feel like I would prefer that than a chocolate covered one, but I can't say. Well, what do you have over there? Oh, so we went through chocolate and now I. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to set me up, but now we're going through nougat. So we have a big hunk. Well, you didn't do it the way I wanted to, so I'm not going to make a funny joke about me being a big hunk. <laughs> going home um which was made in the 50s by the golden nougat candy company or golden nugget sorry candy company and then in the 70s it was sold to the annabelle company which and here's where <gasps> lucia comes back made the abba which also makes the abba zaba bar which oh, we had on our okay, movie yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast so it's a honey sweet nougat with whole roasted peanuts and i'm pretty excited for this <laughs> it's hard they were just tossed me a chunk and it's it was hard to cut through the more i chewed on that the more i liked it hmm, not me not me <laughs> i was saying thank goodness for the honey and the nuts because the nougat wasn't all really good which brings us to the charlton chew which is a Flavor nougat, um, <laughs> which was introduced in 1952. Again, in case you're wondering, it is named after the dance. Um, we have the strawberry version, which was introduced in the 70s. So it's often, Charleston chews are often used to teach rheology, which is basically the deforming and flow of solids and liquids. So we have, we have it in two versions. It says right on the package, try frozen. As if it wasn't hard enough to chew through the last couple of things, we're going to try Frozen. It's beautiful yeah. inside, so pink. It's 
pretty. You want a non-frozen piece or a frozen piece first? I'll go with the frozen piece first, so it doesn't de-thaw, 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 <laughs> thaw out. Oh. The frozen was way better than a non-frozen. I really liked the way it chunked up in the mouth when it was frozen. Yeah, it would be good in a blizzard or on um, frozen yogurt, like a then cheese. Yeah, but um, it'd have to be frozen though. Yeah, I suppose. But if yeah. you put it in the kind of the middle, it would freeze. I suppose. It, potentially. Yeah. I got to say nougat strawberry flavored is way better than plain. Yeah, it was nice. I I really enjoyed the flavor. I did find, though, frozen, you couldn't taste the strawberry as much as not frozen. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I liked the texture. Maybe just to have something not so chewy after several chewy things. (laughs) Maybe that was part of it. But no, it just, it had a whole different texture, a whole surprising texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of shattered. It did, but it was really nice. It had a nice mouthfeel and the texture was really different. Yeah. And it was fun. Not till the end was it kind of chewy. Defrost it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't think of words. Yeah, so that was strawberry. Now we have an arrow bar, the dark chocolate truffle. So arrow was introduced by Roundtree in 1935. And it's called that because it's aerated. There's actually a patent for it. And so the chocolate bar is made by heat it, aerate it. Pour it into the chocolate shell mold. Then when it cools, it causes the air pressure to decrease, allowing the bubbles to expand. Okay. Yeah. I've um, always enjoyed the arrow bars because they're fun. This isn't funny, actually. People suffering from trypophobia <gasps> or fear of holes are often triggered by arrow bars. Huh. And my the best description comes from Salman Rushdie, who worked as a cop, an advertising copywriter. And he came up with the slogan, Irresistibubble. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy already. <laughs> and in 2004, three UK workers were let go after writing rude messages inside Arrow, <laughs> Arrow <laughs> wrappers. <laughs> Which, fair enough, they were let go, but I understand that desire to want to do that. So I'm excited. Dark Cherry? Yeah. And I love Arrow. That Dark Cherry reminded me exactly of the cherry um sundays from bliz from blizzard makers dairy queen <laughs> <laughs> if we only just talked about it moments ago <laughs> that blizzard maker company and it was really complimented well by the dark the dark chocolate especially the milk chocolate yeah that was really good i enjoyed that one it was i love cherry anyway but that's what it reminded me of yeah, it did. It almost reminded me of those cherry... In the yellow boxes? Yeah, um, the, with the syrup in there and the cherry and yeah. case and chocolate. And there's nut peanuts in and those. Blooming oh, I can't... cherry blossom? Yeah, cherry blossom. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that one. It was it was nice. What? Exquisite. <laughs> Exquisite. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was more a more sophisticated flavor. I know yeah. I've used that term before recently, but I, yeah, I might have, well, I said I might have a new favorite with Big Turk, but I might have a new favorite, Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that one was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It makes me want to try, they have a whole bunch of different truffles. It makes me want to try them, but I don't picture any will be as good as that. Well, we'll find out. We still have a couple more to go here, so. Oh, I just meant the other arrow truffle. I can't picture as good as that. So our next up is Twix Cookies and Cream. Twix has been around in the UK since 1967 and distributed by Mars Incorporated. And it's been around the US since 1979. I'm not sure in Canada when it has been. 
must have been at least the 80s when I had my first one. Which we've talked about. <laughs> Actually, in much of mainland Europe, it used to be called a raider until 1991. And then they were like, because it had such a big name, Twix, they just changed it. They, oh, okay. they just started then calling it Twix, which was originally what it was called. <laughs> and the name, I learned a new term today. The name is a portmanteau, which is a fancy word for saying a blend of words. <laughs> it's French meaning suitcase. But anyway, and the portmanteau is for twin biscuit sticks, okay. which makes sense. And we have the cookies and cream version. Yeah. It looks nice. It has that like almost Oreo base and then it has the cream on top within between the chocolate. Yeah. And if you want to hear my full story about the first time I had Twix, go back and listen to the Danny and Pam episode. And hear that it's my story. <laughs> what you think? I thought it was all right. You know, it was good. It was good. Um, I think I just prefer a regular Twix though. I like it better than the regular Twix, but I don't really like regular Twix. By this point, we've had a lot of cookies and cream thing, and I guess it's not necessarily getting to be as an exciting as exciting of a flavor. I'm reminded of the cookies and cream Easter eggs we did yeah. recently, Easter time. Well, yeah, but it was fine. Just wasn't blowing my mind like the arrow did. Yeah, yeah. So now, and we've done. So many Kit Kats. We have Kit Kat. It seems we have the Kit Kat chunky cookie dough. It seems to be only available in Canada, or at least not available in the states. And it's been around since 2017, although it looks new to me. <laughs> the website calls it a hefty treat. <laughs> and chunky Kit Kats have been around since 1999. It seems like they're fairly new, but I guess. I guess not. Yeah. So give it a go. While we're chewing this up, I'm going to play a little something for everybody. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I'm enjoying that. Mounds don't. I'm enjoying the rich little chocolate. Coconut and I just do. Mounds are deep dark chocolate. Chewing coconut. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't. You know, I don't really remember the ad, but seeing them pour the chocolate over the Almond Joy yeah. looked really yeah. familiar to me. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we don't get shut down by the podcast police for playing that little ad. But what did you think of the Kit Kat Chunky? Really sweet. It was. Oh, sweet. The milk chocolate with the cookie dough, yeah. It seemed like it had a buttery flavor inside, though. That makes sense, cookies. Yeah. Cookie dough. But yeah, I, I thought it was all right. Again, I think I'd rather have just a plain old chestnut Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I was thinking the same. Or maybe a, was it rice dumpling? Yeah, something that was, like that. That was good too. Yeah, you, you had if you didn't go listen to that episode yet, make sure you go back and listen to it. We tried seventeen Kit Kats on one show, uh, only seventeen. Only. <laughs> um, I like that we're we're bringing up past episodes. We're like reminiscing tonight. It's a reminiscent kind of night. Yeah, it's a rainy Sunday here. I mean Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot, a lot of chocolate. Um, but well, we're 
pondering what our our thoughts on these. Let's Let's bring in the ad from one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Park Power is a small local business, and like many of you, it has been closely monitoring the news on COVID-19 and the world's rapidly changing circumstances. While many of their team are currently working remotely, the way Park Power does business has not changed and their commitment to exceptional customer service will remain. Find out more about Park Power's response to the COVID-19 outbreak at parkpower.ca. That's parkpower.ca. <laughs> Good ad at the end there. Add in at the end. Well, I think you may say, I know your favorites, the big Turk and the arrow. Let's save the comments on those to the end. But what else surprised you on everything here? How disappointing some were. <laughs> yeah. Slowpoke, black cow, big hunk, disappointing. Yeah, they were always dewy. I like the Charleston Chew Frozen. It, I think when they, it says try frozen on the package and you brought that up, they were correct. It was way better frozen than chewy. Um, I think I didn't like the, I did not like them because they were so chewy. That wasn't it. They just didn't have a good, they had a lot of flavor. Yeah, it just seemed like they were copies of other candies that we've had. Yeah, or copies of Sugar Daddies and Sugar Mamas, which I... Yeah, which aren't... They just weren't as good. But the Almond Joy was good. Yeah, yeah, the Almond Joy was good. The Big Turk was really good, and so was the Arrow Bar. And I know we've already said it, but if you can only have one tomorrow, because I'll take one... <laughs> what one would you fair want? That we got the big arrow truffle. I think I'd take big Turk. It was just yeah. It was like candy and chocolate together. I know cho- <gasps> chocolate's candy, but you know, I don't know why I haven't been eating big Turk all these years. At least the arrow truffle is new, so I haven't had it. But yeah, yeah, it delightful. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it did. It. Ha- I like the shine of the inside of it. Yeah, it was really nice. I almost want little pieces, or I actually want to cut it up in little slices. <laughs> I wonder how it would and be. Serve it. I wonder how it would be frozen. We'll be One back way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody can just hold on a couple hours of dead silence, and we'll freeze one of these. I don't think it'll be so good. I'm not sure that center, that kind of gummy center, will yeah, freeze maybe the not. same as the Charleston yeah. chew because that made it almost like smash open. Yeah. It, Almost like a, it kind of reminded me, the Charleston too, almost like sponge toffee when it was frozen. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, not as chewy, but just, yeah. yeah. I I was really looking forward to the chewy ones, but the Big Turk blew, blew me away. Yeah, it was good. I agree. Big Turk was awesome, and that arrow bar was really good too, so probably I'm agreeing with you for once on this podcast. Um, <laughs> those two were divine. We should also talk about just how beautiful the Charleston shoe also is. It's yeah. so pink inside that it's really nice. I can't think if I've had a Charleston shoe. I feel I did just have a vanilla one, but Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I have there I'm buzzing as usual. We've <laughs> had a lot of chocolate. Nine chocolate bars, pieces of chocolate bars, and I have some new favorites. And I have some that I'm glad I tried, but I don't need to try them again. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think I don't like nougat. Do you know what? (laughs) Do you remember that Turkish gum we had? Yes. It was like someone took all the flavor out of a nougat, which doesn't have much flavor to begin (laughs) with, (laughs) and made it into gum. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Crazy. I can see that. It just, yeah, it wasn't the best, but there were so many other good things, like, 
the Twix was good. The Kit Kat was good. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the Arrow and Big Turk. They were both really good. So Memorable. Good, jo- good, jo- good job on Nestle. They'll, they'll make something. Some They'll make way in this world some of these days. Yeah, they're just a little company that support local. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of supporting local, Monday's podcast. Sorry we didn't do one last weekend. We got a little, uh, or last Monday, we got a little preoccupied at home. And sometimes life doesn't work out for a live podcast. And we're going to be doing it again this, or yeah. I guess that was two Mondays ago. Sorry. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but um, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Uh where we did Italian Snacks Part 1. Yeah, and then we did Italian Snacks Part 2, because this is coming out after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so. Maybe we'll just edit that all out. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed our last two podcasts of, uh, of uh, the Italian treats. They were, the first episode was really good. You know, Lena's Italian Market, thanks for helping us out there. We've had a lot of chocolate this week yeah. between two episodes yeah and next week i know it's going to be a lot of candy again on monday we're going to be doing a mystery box that we got from a local company we here did we opened it up so i'm looking forward to some of the candy inside um yeah but i'm it should be fun i jody was on the podcast before and she was the owner of the shop and she uh, still is yeah so we'll, we'll put all that in the podcast coming up so now I just need to go wrestle Avery for winning rights of the Big Turk and the Arrowbar. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram if we ever go on there again. And and Twitter and MessHallPodcast.com. That's not updated, but hopefully I will soon. And if you have any ideas for a show, drop us an email. MessHallPodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for ideas. If anybody has some good ideas that we can do. Drop us a line, and if you want to be on the podcast doing that idea, we'll do it as well. So thanks for listening.